Welcome to Sharpened Artist, a colored pencil podcast. Weekly discussions in and around this medium that we love so much. Hey there, my name is John Middick of SharpenedArtist.com. Welcome back to the show. This is the Sharpened Artist Colored Pencil Podcast. Now, just by way of reminder, if you've not tried UART sanded pastel paper yet, then I want to encourage you to do that. Do that while you can go ahead and get a free sample. And I'll talk to you a little bit more about that later on in the show. So give UART premium sanded pastel paper a try and experience the UART difference. So I want to welcome back to the show today, Barb Sodiropoulos. Barb, how are you today? Thanks for joining me. Thanks, John. I'm doing great. So we're going to be talking about uh, a topic within the area of professionalism. So we've got a series of shows that we're going to be talking to you about and week to week here. And under the whole guise of presenting yourself in a professional way as an artist and as a creative. And first off, we're going to tackle email. I know, such a such a sexy topic, right? <laughs> email. What should you do with your email, with replying to email, with how you respond to people, how you present yourself over email? And uh, I don't know. I think it's going to be a, a fun topic to talk about. What do you think, Barb? Yeah, no, I think this is a really important one. And uh, yeah. it's something that I think we both have seen kind of uh, <laughs> a myriad of different types of emails from people. And right. and just I think there's some best practice tips we can definitely share with people to just kind of like up their game when it comes to professionalism on that end. Absolutely. I mean, even communicating over email, it can help you to stand apart from the competition or everyone else. Uh, and it's not hard. These things are not difficult. It's, you know, the difference in talking to kids and telling them, hey, you know what? If you actually just smiled and look someone in the eye when you're speaking to them, and I'm talking about like a, you know, a five or 10 year old or something, it'll make a big difference. You know, um, I remember having to talk to my girls about that. So not that you guys are kids or that any of us are, but it's the same kind of principle where it's those simple things. What not there a book about that? It's um, something like ev everything I learned in kindergarten was everything I needed in life or something. That's probably too long a title, but it was something like that. The same. So, By John Middick. <laughs> yeah, right. So I'm getting to to this is that it's the same kind of thing with regard to your activity as a professional and a professional artist. The way you conduct yourself is really no different than the way you would conduct yourself in person. You just have to think about what that is going to look like through email and things like that. I get emails constantly that I can't read. I cannot even figure out what someone is saying. I don't know what they're asking. I don't know what they're saying. I don't know their point. Can you look at this work or can you critique this or something? And I have no idea what they even asked because they didn't use complete sentences. Take just a second and look that over before you hit the send button. It's not hard. It's not something that's difficult to do, but it will set you apart from getting the delete button or actually having someone read what you're writing. You know, communication uh, clarity can't be understated, especially, um, yeah. you know, when you're when you're seeking advice from someone or if you're, you know, filling out something 
for a competition and you need to talk about your art or yeah. explain something uh you know it's it's very important that you proofread <laughs> i mean yeah. proofreading is 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 very important um i would also say you know there there are ways to um help like if if for whatever reason like english is your second language or whatever like there's free programs that you can use that you can install on your computer that you know most cell phones for example have autocorrect built in um autocorrect i will say sometimes sabotages you so yeah that's fair that's Still happened to me read it over, right? <laughs> for sure but um you know there's a program called grammarly that's yeah. free and um, they have a paid you know paid version as well but um you know i have that installed in my web browser so that when i'm yeah, writing you don't blog need posts or version. whatever yeah like there's there's ways to sort of um you know be able to to correct some of those spelling and grammatical errors in a, in a way that's quite easy um mm -hmm. what i would also say to that is you know for my website for example on my blog if it i have a, my comment and my my spam filter set really high Mostly because I get a lot of spam comments, but also mm -hmm. because, uh, you know, what tends to set off um, spam filters is misspelling and weird yeah. sentences and, right, you know, right. putting in unwanted links and that sort of thing. And, and right. that happens sometimes with emails as well. So what I would say is that, you know, if you're trying to email someone and, you know, you could be trying, you might have very legitimate reasons to email, but if if you're, you know, one of the, one of the biggest, uh, uh, red flags for something being a spam is having spelling errors yeah, and absolutely. and those sort of things and so you don't want your email to be flagged as accidentally as spam because right. there's a spelling error or you know even for that matter it it just it kind of it's poor presentation at, at that yeah. point that you haven't taken the time to at least read your email. Now I will say that on occasion I've made mistakes like that too, but I, I oh, would, I'm good I, at I would say mistakes. that the, <laughs> the majority of my email is fine. I think everybody on occasion will make, you know, a bit of a mistake here and there, but where it's an issue is where, you know, the majority of what you're writing is kind of in that, you know, kind of, yeah. I, I hate to say uneducated because I, you know, I realize that everybody's experiences are different, but at the yeah. same time, the reality of the situation is, is that if you want to be taken seriously and professionally, part right. of that is being able to communicate in a very clear and proper way. Yeah. And concise. Yeah. Concise. Um, yeah. I, I, that's another thing that, uh, that I get is these, uh, these books that are, um, sent to me through email. Uh, and I'm talking about just this long, long email that is probably 1200 words or something like that. And it's like, that, that's not, you know, that, that's not going to get it read. If, if you're thinking, well, maybe if it's longer, you know, John will read it. Um, that's not going to work. That's not going to do it. Um, more chances like you're talking than not. to me right now. <laughs> what? No. <laughs> no, not at all. But um, Dear John. Uh, you don't even do that. Um, I feel like I do sometimes, no, but don't. anyways. <laughs> but but it, it makes me second guess myself and I'm like, my goodness, am I doing that to people that I'm communicating with? You know, um the the number one way to get me to not read an email is to make it long. I won't read it. Um, I usually will skim it and then I'll look at the bottom and I'll look for question marks in it and, uh, and then I'll read those if they have a question, you know, and if it's something that is appropriate and I can answer or something like that. 
then if it's a long email, um, it usually gets snoozed. I have a snooze button on it, and I'll I'll put it to the end of the line. It'll go into next week or something like that. And and I have to say this, uh, because I I am the world's worst about replying to emails, and I realize that I'm awful at it. And uh, Barb, you don't have to agree so quickly. She's nodding her head over there. I am bad about it. But I have Barb, also you know, been the recipient of, yeah. of John's ignoring. And I'm so sorry. I'm very sorry. That was but, a terrible and, sentence, speaking of grammar. <laughs> but it's never, I I never, I don't know. It's, and I feel bad about it. I, I honestly do. I feel awful about it. But if I answered every email, that's all I would be doing is answering emails all day long. Um, I don't like answering emails. I'm not good at it. Um, I it's a chore. I will answer emails though, and but I can't get to every email, and I can't get to every email um, from every single person, you know. And sometimes it's three or four weeks sometimes before I get to an email, and that's really sad. And I hate to even admit that, but it's it's the truth. And sometimes I forget emails and I'll have people reply back and they'll say, did you ever get this? Like, oh, thanks for the reminder. You know, and I appreciate that. Um, so that's a little flaw on my part. And that's not professional, uh, not keeping up with that. But I need help with it. And uh, it's the first sign of, um, you know, being able to change is uh, actually admitting that you that you need help and you have a problem. So is this is this a 12 step? Podcast. This is. I need. <laughs> we're, we're here but, to talk about John's email issues. I am, I am actually working on that. I am trying to get help uh, with a VA to help me with some of those things. But I think there's know. a. I think there's a difference though too about you know you're in a position where you're. It sounds like you're almost being overwhelmed with things that you have to do in a day, and that's part of why you're not responding. It, where, it is. Yeah. Whereas, and I have to prioritize things. Yeah, I'm not trying to necessarily make excuses for you. I'm just, mm -hmm. I'm just sort of like showing kind of in in the scope of things. It's not like yeah. the only thing you have to do in a day is answer emails, and you're not doing it. There's there's right. a, obviously a lot of things going on in your day, and but I do and, feel bad. Yeah, and I think one of the solutions you've already talked about is, you know, enlisting a virtual assistant to help yeah. you with that. Yeah. What I would also say to that, um, just to add to the whole email conversation and response time and that sort of thing, is yeah. that I try to make it a point to respond to people within three to five business days, and it mm -hmm. depends on what the response is. Sometimes they'll get a they'll get a response quicker than that for yeah. me if it's something I need to think about or consider for a while, then it might be a little bit longer. Um, yeah. Or, you know, I really try to make sure that I'm giving people thoughtful responses to things. So sometimes right. that does require a little bit more time. But what I would say is that, um, you know, generally speaking, if if you're corresponding with someone and, and you kind of just like, <laughs> people get busy for sure, things happen, yeah. you yeah. know, maybe you're going to respond and one of your kids does something crazy and then you get right. drawn away and then you forget. Totally right, fair. Right, right. But uh, I think depending on the context of, of what you're you're talking about and and, you know, corresponding with this person about it, it really just depends. And I'm not necessarily speaking to you specifically, John, but just no, to right, no. artists in general. Like, yeah, yeah. If, if somebody <laughs> sends you an email, it's sort of. I mean, I would say it's it's it is a courtesy and a best practice to at least respond within a week. Um, yeah. To yeah. that and and get understandably like not everybody checks their email every day. I mean, right. I work in an office where we are constantly 
for you know the lack of a better way of saying it up in each other's faces all day about things yeah. so when people yeah. don't respond immediately it's like why aren't you responding what could you possibly be doing yeah. right now but yeah. and and not everybody operates that way so that's completely fair well, but- when, I, when i was in a corporate job and in my day job, I I was like that. I because that yeah. was our mode of communication. Yeah, 100%. it wasn't phone. It wasn't you know. Well, and especially it was now, it yeah. Was email. I mean, my yeah. totally. My entire office is still working from home, so yeah. you know, for for us, it's like yeah, if somebody's not responding, it. yeah. it's it's the difference sometimes between missing a deadline or not. Right. So yeah, um, you know, and one of my uh, and I've talked about this before, but in in my commissions contract, I have a clause that talks about just timely timely responses for correspondence when I'm working on something with somebody and. You know, I think it's it's a three to five day window in there. And what I would say is even for people who are emailing you and not getting a response, right. the way to respond to that, if, if you're still waiting to hear back from you, is to politely send another email and say like, hey, I just wanted to follow up on this. Yeah. Did you right. get a chance to read my email? Right. If not, just quickly, this is what I'm looking for. And like short recap, <laughs> not yeah. the whole yeah. thing again. And and sometimes it's just a oh a reminder, sorry, yes. Uh I'm you know, you know what I right. mean? And but like I would say try to avoid as much as possible making it personal because if you've emailed somebody, you've poured your heart into emailing them and all of a sudden they don't respond to you. It's not that it's not that you've said something that I mean Unlike, yeah. <laughs> you know, like a lot of people tend to take that personally and they think, right. oh, well, I must have said something. And I mean, we've all gone, we've all gone through it. It's like, was I too needy? What happened? You right, know? right. Well, but, and that, and, and I do get those kind of emails and, and it makes me feel awful. I mean, it makes me feel really, really bad for someone would reply back and say, was it something I said or um, did I upset you or something like that? And like, no, I, why, why would you say that? And they're like, you know, and then they. I, I keep reading like, cause I emailed you like, you know, a month ago or four months ago or something. You never replied back. Like, I didn't know you did that, you know? And I feel, I honestly feel so bad about that. Um, and I try to bump those up to the top and reply right as soon as possible. I, I nearly said right away. Sometimes I do right away, but sometimes I have to put it off for a little bit. And that's the other thing that I think um, I would have, encourage people to do if you're not getting work done if you are creating art and that is a priority for you and you're not getting work done and the first thing you do in the morning is check email and then you check it at uh you know every time you turn around throughout the day stop doing that it's it can be one of the biggest time wasters ever unless you know you're like barb and your and your work depends on it most of the time if you're an artist and your job is to create art then your job your your job is doing that it's not checking email decide ahead of time i'm going to check my email twice a day uh or something like that and then stick to that and don't make it the very first thing you do in the morning um, man, if I did that, I would have a bad day a lot of times because that's just would, not uh, a pleasant thing. <laughs> I would, I would add to that also that, um, try not to make a habit of answering emails at all times of the day because right. then people also, right. I, and I'm guilty of this too. Sometimes I, I just too. respond when I read it, but, um, I think generally speaking, if you're replying at midnight on a Sunday night, people yeah. are going to think, oh, well, you're available at midnight on a Sunday night. And it's important yeah. to obviously set those boundaries in terms right. of 
yeah, being def- like, okay, this is this is when I'm responding to email. This isn't when I'm. And, and what I would also say to that too is that we we live in a a very uh, uh, instant gratification society yeah. where, you know, because of the way texting is and that sort of thing, right. like you can get, you can get a hold of somebody instantly. And, yeah. and sometimes when people, yeah, the thing is the, the other side of that, that people don't always really take into consideration is that you can't see the other person. So you don't know what's going yeah. on. They could be having a shower. <laughs> they yeah. could be yeah. like playing with their kids. They could be doing whatever they could be driving and they can't respond to you. Right. So, right their lack of response isn't necessarily anything personal. It could just be that like, you don't know what's happening over there right now. Yeah. It could be anything. Yeah. And so, be anything. you know, it, there's a certain amount of patience that I think people need to relearn as well when it comes to response yeah. time. That said, there's a difference between patience with response time and just, it seems like they've ignored you. <laughs> like, yeah, it's, yeah. it's, uh, you know, I mean, it's, it, it, it there's a fine balance there. And, and again, I think people who have worked in an office situation are maybe a little bit more impatient or are more kind of, um, used to quicker responses on things just because right. that's the way we've been conditioned from work. But, um, you know, as an, as an artist, when you're talking about professionalism, whether it's you, yeah. can, whether it's you can be communicating, sorry, with your commission clients, or even, um, you know, you kind of talking back and forth with someone who's putting on a show or you're trying to enter a competition, like timely responses are still important. And, yeah. you know, just to kind of wrap up the thought on this part of the topic is, you know, and also communicating clearly. So, right. Right. Those are those are two things that I think if you're if you're planning on starting any kind of a business or presenting yourself as a professional artist in any sort of way, those are two things that you can really improve in your, you know, the overall spectrum of things that can really like just make you come across a lot more professionally. Yeah, definitely. Well, hey, Barb, this has been a fun discussion. Um, what do you think? Any closing comments to wrap up here? No, I think uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to doing the rest of this series. I think there's yeah. a lot of really great in, uh, great information that we can share with everybody on these things and, and hopefully help people sort of elevate their game when it comes to presenting themselves. Yeah. Just one last thing in closing. Um, yeah, to, to Barb's point earlier, don't take it personal if somebody doesn't reply to you. But do, uh, you know, if, if you want to nudge them, um, you know, Tap them on the shoulder by hitting a reply on that email, sending them another email and saying, hey, just want to make sure you had a chance to see this, that kind of thing. All right. So, yeah, I'm excited too, Barb, about talking about more of these things that, you know, these are these are the um, they're not really the hard skills. These are the soft skills, right? With regard to, you know, things we have to do as professional people uh, and as artists, we want to put our best foot forward. And uh, so we're not talking necessarily about art, but we are talking about a lot of things that surround uh, our art and our art making process. And so these things are important. If you've never given a rating or a review to the show, you can do that. Just go over to Apple Podcasts and type in your rating or review there or wherever you get your podcast. I would really appreciate that. This podcast comes out once a week on Mondays. And I'll talk to you again next week. And until then, stay sharp. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. All the show notes can be found at www.sharpenedartist.com.